Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash thegaragerockshow to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Episode number 59, Friday, May 10th, 2019. Uh, Chris here with our special guest this week. George, good to have you back, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, Carmen, good to see you this week. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us. And Aaron, good to have you back as well, man. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, Lots of things going on this week. We'll get to those uh, rock hot topics and all that coming up. But real quick, this week's giveaway in the garage prize closet is Bad Religion's new album, Age of Unreason, Led Zeppelin's How the West Was Won, Live 3 CD set, Pink Floyd, the early years, DVD, CD combo, or Long Strange Trip, the untold story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray. All you got to do is text the word PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to 68683. Go through the steps, confirm your entry for this week's giveaway. Good luck. Uh, Lots of new albums coming out on the Billboard chart this week, May 10th, 2019. We're seeing some new stuff from A.A. Bondi. Anything that grabs your guys' eyes, uh, just, you know, shout it out. Charlie Bliss, um, Ciara, Clinic, Craig Leon, Dark Morph, Defeater, Doom Squad, Guitar Wolf. I haven't heard a lot of these bands, you know, to be honest. Mavis Staples. That's Oh, she's awesome, actually. Mavis cool Staples. Um, she's a legendary. <laughs> I like Mavis um, Beacon. She's a soul singer. The cool. Staples Singers. Yeah, she's part I'll of I'll take st- you there. Yeah, there you go. She's part of that classic, like, soul stuff mac demarco he's a he's a cool artist we're actually gonna be playing some of that uh stuff off his new album here comes a cowboy on the garage so check that out uh knots meat beat manifesto uh rye rosie lo shaggy shaggy's got a shaggy. new album shaggy. What? holy shit and one who's like yeah yeah that's him nice uh, record raggy <laughs> that, that, that's shaggy. not that shaggy <laughs> Uh, Get Up Kids have a new album. Tim Hecker and Whitesnake have a new album. Flesh and Blood. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they're <Yuck>. white snake. <laughs> and flesh and Blood white <laughs> snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. Uh, a white one? Snake. Sneak a little Slytherin. Slytherin around. <laughs> I'm a white snake. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I digress. Yeah, we digress. Uh, Jack White, uh, rock news. Moving on to rock news. Jack White receiving an honorary doctorate from Detroit University. Uh, so apparently he's going to add doctor to his resume now. He's uh, going to be, well, it was this past Friday morning. He was during the school's commencement ceremony. Uh, it was uh, bestowed on him for his dedication to Detroit and his contribution to the arts. White's mother attended the ceremony and received his doctorate alongside two fellow honorees, Weight Watchers CEO Florine Mark and social activist Earl Lewis. So there you go. Uh, good for him, I guess. Good though. for Jack. He, he does a lot of stuff for Detroit. You know, all, all jokes aside. I mean, I was just <laughs> thinking that probably the only person that I could think of with a more enviable career would be Dave. Uh, yeah, as and far as they do what they want and everything they touch is, you yeah, know, good good stuff. And they good stuff. yeah they they support the communities they're in. And Dave Grohl uh, gave an unplanned performance at a Ronnie James Dio charity event recently. Uh, he jumped behind the drum kit for a performance of Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak and Motorhead's Bomber. 
two very cool tracks during a surprise appearance at the uh, fifth annual Ride for Ronnie motorcycle ride and concert. It's held. Uh, it's been held the past couple years uh, for Ronnie James Dio. Of course, it took place Sunday, May fifth, in Encino, California. It wasn't planned. He just showed up. He 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 didn't even know about the event until a fan approached him at a grocery store and asked if he was going. Grohl replied, "Now I am." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's the that's type awesome. of guy Dave Grohl is, right? Like some guy at a grocery store. Hey, you going to that Ronnie James Dio event? He's like, "Now I am." <laughs> he just shows up and plays a fucking track. So. Uh, with a backing band that also featured former Buck Cherry guitarist Keith Nelson, current Thin Lizzy vocalist Ricky Warwick, and bassist Robbie Crane. So, very cool. Uh, Tool performed two new songs. Did you guys get a chance to check out check out any of that? No, I haven't. Uh, they performed two new tracks, Descending and Invincible, as part of its headlining set this past Sunday at Welcome to Rockville in Jacksonville, Florida. So, they have also set August 30th as the release date for the new album, uh, at their latest concert Tuesday night in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, during the half like uh, halfway mark, the set break, uh, they had a big thing on the screen that showed some artwork, and it said August thirtieth. Uh, so everybody kind of you know went to their phones and said, "Hey, this is when it's coming out." So there you go, new Tool album coming out August thirtieth. Uh, he broke the news on Tuesday. So uh, moving on to more rock news. Kind of sad. Uh, the toxicology report coming out now for Prodigy singer Keith Flint. He took drugs before he died, uh, which I guess really isn't a really big shocker, uh, <laughs> considering Keith Flint. If you considering that picture, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, this picture. I mean, he, any picture of Keith Flint, really. You know, he's he's a wild guy. Uh, so apparently, he died from hanging, but um, they're saying in, in his system was also cocaine, alcohol, and codeine. Uh, so kind of a crazy combination there, right? Yeah. He was a twisted fire starter. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently, though, here's the deal. There was no, not enough evidence to rule the death suicide, but there's also not enough evidence to conclude that it was accidental. So they're not really sure how, how it happened. What was he hanging from that it would be accidental? That's a good point. You know? I, mean, I don't know. It could have been a door or it could have been a, you know, I like don't know. Like if it was a rope strung up like purposely and like things right. set up, but if it was just like a... I yeah, know, I like don't know. The blinds or something? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, the the band uh, was uh, using this time to uh, say a message on social media saying, quote, it's been a tough time for everyone over the last few weeks since his passing. If you're struggling with depression, addiction, or the impact of suicide, please do not suffer in silence. The Prodigy fully support the campaign to improve mental health for all. So it's good that they're taking that stance. Uh, so check out this video, guys. Um Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett apparently slipped and fell during their recent performance in Italy. I think this was on Wednesday night. And apparently it was raining really bad on the stage. And Kirk Hammett's like, he's, he's jamming away. And you know, everybody gives him shit for using that wah pedal, right? Uh, like, he, they, I don't know if you guys know anything about Kirk and all that, but a lot of the fans just always give Kirk shit for using the wah pedal a lot because he just kind of... He relies on it, and uh, kind of people say he kind of hides behind it. You know, not a very strong solo player. And uh, but I I don't know about all that. That's either here nor there. But it was kind of funny and fitting that the accident took place because of the wah pedal. Watch his foot here, guys, as he's uh, on the wah pedal here. It doesn't really look like it's raining right now, I guess. But I guess it was wet. And he's got these like kind of honestly fancy sneakers that don't look like they have any traction at all on them. 
<laughs> he ate shit, right? <laughs> just standing, didn't even move. He just fucking fell. I know, he was just standing there with his foot on the pedal yeah, and just slipped he... right off. Yeah. And he's having to, he's you laughing. know, he's laughing about it. He's he's a professional. Total pro. Yeah, yeah he, he's yeah. a cool guy, too. He's honestly probably one of the coolest guys in that group. Probably besides uh, uh, Rob Trujillo on the bass. Anyway, so let's move on to some more rock news. Tobias Forge, lead singer of Ghost, says the next Ghost album will be darker and heavier. Oh, uh, oh man, that looks pretty dark and heavy right there. <laughs> that picture of him as the crazy... He's just going to do like a full black nothing album. Yeah, he says, uh, well, right, none more black. Like right. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, quote, I want to make a different record from Prequel, which is his latest album. I want it to feel different. I definitely have a darker, heavier record in mind. He added that prequel turned out to be, quote, a little ballad heavy. A lot of, uh, I think Charles was here kind of weighing in on it, and definitely Craig when it came out. A um, lot of fans, a uh, lot of fans of Ghost were not happy with the latest album. Uh, does have a lot of ballads and very kind of cheesy almost songs uh, in it. Uh, only a couple tracks on the album that I think are halfway decent. So it's good to hear that he's maybe heard some feedback and, uh, He's not gonna be uh, going that direction again. So you know, maybe he's. Uh, well, they don't have to. They've gone that far now, and now they can. Right. They've gone as far away from they as they could from their original sound, and now it's time to. We can go back to it now. Yep. Right. And it'll probably end up working out for him uh, real nice on the next album. Uh, all right, m- more rock news. Uh, touring news. Ahead uh, of this summer's tour with Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson has recruited a new drummer. Brandon Pertzborn. He's a 24-year-old dude. He's played with Suicidal Tendencies, Black Flag, uh, and more. So he's going to be playing with Marilyn Manson in his new band. So there you go. Uh, Also, some other news. Hell yeah. Also got a new drummer. Uh, They've officially recruited Stone Sour's drummer Ray Mayorga as its new drummer, uh, which is kind of a big deal because Vinnie Paul passed away. Um, I think it was, what, June 2018, uh, so they haven't had a drummer since, and so now this is the first time that they're going to have a drummer. And here's a picture of the two drummers. They're, they're apparently good friends, and so uh, it's good friends of the band, and he used to know Vinny himself personally, so that's kind of cool. Um, so there you go. Uh, moving on to more rock news. Slipknot going to be performing on Jimmy Kimmel Live and debuting their new masks and outfits. Uh, Corey mm-hmm. Taylor's mask was designed by, I forget his name, but it was a very famous horror film um he did a lot of masks like legendary horror masks tom savini yeah maybe yeah tom savini yeah i think that was him uh older kind of guy with like a beard and black hair yes did he do leather face he did a lot of shit he did like i don't know if you know off the top of your head george like you know craig's your man for that yeah (laughs) no that's cool though you you got the you got it though that was him so anyway they're going to be doing the new mask for um Corey Taylor and stuff. So that's happening on <clears throat> May 17th on Jimmy Kimmel Live. So check that out. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Check out this old picture of Led Zeppelin they released in collaboration with its new official documentary. It, Believe it or not, this is the first time in 50 years in the entire Led Zeppelin's history they've never done a documentary. They're so cute and young in that picture. They're fresh, <laughs> fresh-faced. Right? Yeah, that's the 69, uh, yeah, this first album. <laughs> yep. Uh, so apparently, it's it's still untitled, had no release date. It's being directed by British filmmaker Bernard McMahon, best known for his sprawling documentary on the birth of the American song, titled American Epic. So uh, it has no release date, and it will feature 
only feature surviving members Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones telling the story with no outside voices or conjecture. Hmm. So it definitely sounds like Jimmy Page is controlling this and uh, he wants it to be kind of the definitive edition or documentary of the band. So Hmm. Uh, no release date, but it's going to be coming out soon, I would imagine. So check that out. What, are, what the heck are our dogs doing in there? Oh, man. All right. Well, hopefully Dolly's got it under control. Uh, speaking of Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant's kicking off a tour. He's got a bunch of tour dates all across the U.S., guys. Um, he's going to be hitting, heading out on September 18th at the Man Center in Philadelphia, a bunch of East Coast dates, a couple festivals, uh, touring with Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats, and then wrapping up October 3rd, Bend, Oregon's Les Schwab Amphitheater. For me, this looks like he may play Hardly Strictly Bluegrass, which is happening October 4th and 6th. The he's played it before. He's played it before. I've seen him there before, and it's a completely free festival in San Francisco at Golden Gate Park. I would love yeah. to go see that. That's so cool. check it out, guys. It looks like it lines up perfectly. If you want to see Robert Plant for free, I would bet money that he's going to be at Hardly well, Strictly he's in this Oregon, year. and he hasn't been to California. Exactly. Either. No California dates, right? Yeah, that's a crazy, that's a fun fun time oh i know i love it i haven't been in years and i need to go back i went like for a bunch of years in a row and it's just one of the best festivals in the world i think i pretended to sprain an ankle so i could get out of work so that i could go (laughs) to hardly strictly heck yeah i had to limp for like a week that's awesome did it right on uh some other tour dates uh bad religion touring with dave house and the mermaid and the lawrence arms pretty cool little touring lineup um, also missing from this is uh, Bad Religion's kind of Northern California dates. They're playing Aftershock, so uh, we only get Los Angeles uh, out here uh, and Las Vegas. But lots of really good dates for you guys on the East Coast, uh, so make sure you check out Bad Religion. Their new album, uh, Age of Reason, is, I gotta say, it's really strong. It's probably one of their best ones in a while, so uh, definitely pretty cool for them. Get Up Kids also planning a, a fall tour announcing with Cloud Nothings pretty cool lineup there their new album is out um and their tour dates are all over the place they're actually going to be apparently starting out in germany spain netherlands um the uk and then they come east coast states toronto um all the way through california looks like we're going to get a couple dates at slit or august hall wonder ballroom los angeles so make sure you guys check that out if you're a fan uh new album is pretty good from them as well uh incubus got a 20th anniversary tour for their album make yourself so that one's going to be kicking off in denver september 13th and taking place all across the summer uh and then i think they are coming around um the west coast sometime they also announced a special event in la on wednesday may 8th that's going to launch the whole uh tour as well as the new album so check that out dude i don't know if you guys got to hear this <laughs> blink 182 mashup have you seen it yet aaron this Blink-182 mashup mm. with Lil Wayne? Nope. Oh, my God. That sounds really bad. It, you know, it is pretty, In a fu- lot of it ways. Is pretty <laughs> fucking bad. I got to say, I got to say. I don't know what the fuck Blink-182 like, or Lil Wayne are thinking. They're both pretty far out. I mean, They're, bo- they're doing like, a co-headlining tour together. It's right. Lil Wayne <laughs> and Blink-182. There's the tour. Look at They're doing like a... Um, Link, remember that Lincoln Park Jay Z? Yeah, watch, check this out, dude. It's I don't know, man. It's something like 
<laughs> good barking, Jay-Z, really. Well, that Did was I that was that? actually, yeah, I mean, that was kind of good. It's like the Judgment bad. Night soundtrack. Remember Judgment that? Night? What's that? No, what's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, Carmen's yeah. not having it. <laughs> That's gross. It, like... You go, hey, I think I know that song, but there's some weirdo talking over it, and it, <laughs> oh, it's just that Blink-182 song anyway. That's terrible. And then watch when he comes in, look. <laughs> That's about the time we walked away, yep. <laughs> it's about the time. We it's turned about it off and don't want to listen no more. <laughs> he, he's oh like crazy. Fuck, he's all dude. into like aliens now. Right? Well, no, no, he's not he's in the not band the anymore. One? Oh, that's a different. He's the one dude. who left. Yeah, he's well, since we're both not relevant anymore. What if we get together and do something? Do you <laughs> yeah. think that'll work? Cancel each other. Let's try out. it. <laughs> I don't know, Matt was in Alkaline Trio. Yeah, and he was actually good in Alkaline Trio, and a lot of people thought he was going to make the band better, but I don't know, man. It seems like they're just... I wouldn't be mad if either one of them um, <laughs> retired right now. <laughs> I know, right? Like, they were just take, like, retire. We're done. It'd be like, yeah, cool. Look you know, back it's about on your time. great careers yeah. and enjoy your uh, yeah. retirement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh... Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm -hmm. none. You know? And it truly gives you that it truly gives you that, that scavenger chest. <laughs> like it, it really, it makes you, it you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Cause they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that. I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah. On crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah. Crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, Chrome. Uh, right. <laughs> Let's move on to On This Day in Music History Trivia, guys. Uh, May 10th. On this day, May 10th in 1960, Paul Hewson is born in Dublin. We know him as Bono, lead singer of U2. Before he was simply known as Bono, what was his first nickname? Was it A, Bonzo, B, Bonnie Vox, or C, Bonnie Paul? If George, Charles. you answer last. I've been a fan since '83, oh, yeah. so I know. I'm Wait, sure you B, know. If bon Charles were here, he'd have like a other nickname that he, he would says say. Like, I like that bon one Vox. better. <laughs> he'd be like, what do you it say? Was actually, um, what do you say, Aaron? I think you said B Bonnie Vox, but it was, it was oh, actually Bono. Yeah, so, which is the same as spelling as what he currently. Yeah, Bonzo, Bono Vox, and bon Bonnie Vox. Paul. Bon okay. What was his first nickname between those three choices? Bonzo, Bono Vox. And Bonnie Paul. What do you think? I'm going with I'm going with Bonzo. Sounds like something like first nickname. Maybe it sounds like something his mom would have called him. Come on, Bonzo. <laughs> right. Get over here, Bonzo. I'm gonna say Bonnie Paul. I don't know. Bonnie why. Paul. Just because you ever heard that Paul. term? It's bedtime for Bonzos. <laughs> you ever no, heard that? I never no? heard that Come term. Come on. Uh -uh. Really? Oh, that was a movie with Ronald Reagan and a chimp. <laughs> really? Oh really? God. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what that is. There's. <laughs> 
And he, the chip, chimp's name was Bonzo. Chimp's name was Bonzo. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. There were a handful of <laughs> Ronald Reagan chimp movies. <laughs> Well, oh, shit. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, George. George. George, what is it? Uh, it's B. Bono Vox. Oh, nice. Yes, it's Latin for good voice. Bono Vox. Oh. And he shortened it to just Bono. Yeah. Bono, just good. He's just uh, good. I should have. I should have. Took the there hit from the a, question before he was known simply as Bono. Well, like in Spanish, you'd say Bueno Vox. On the north side of Dublin, where they were from, there was a hearing aid shop called. Bonovox. Oh, was it? And that's, he would either get off the bus there or get on the bus there. And ah. that name kind of stuck with him. So he was Bono Vox, but even before he was singing in U2. Yeah. Right. Just a, yeah, just as a. That's why a him nickname. and Edge have those nicknames. They were, it was a bunch of kids that were all just like theater geeks. and. Yeah, they apparently all met at uh, Mount Temple Comprehensive Mount Temple, School yeah. and started playing guitar, and then he switched to lead vocals. The rest is history. Like a robot name, huh? <laughs> Bono My Vox. My name is Bono Vox. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? All right. So let's move on to another trivia here for you guys double trivia edition. On this day, May 10th, in 1999, Shel Silverstein, the prolific author of the beloved yeah. children's books, also a top songwriter, unfortunately, on this day in 1999, died of a massive heart attack at the age of 68. Mm. But he wrote many songs for many artists, which I kind of was surprised to know. He wrote this song mm -hmm. for Johnny Cash. Was it A, Sunday Morning Coming Down, B, The Fable of Willie Brown, or mm. C, A Boy Named Sue? Boy named Sue. Mm -hmm. Boy named Sue. Mm -hmm. What do you think, George? They're they're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I think Boy I was in Sue. one of his. Was that in in where the sidewalk ends? I think it's in one of the books. Yeah, and then he's really good. Absolutely so good. correct. Boy named Sue. Uh, hey, that, my, I used to love that book. It was with all the which ones. Which uh, it's where the sidewalk ends. Yeah, and, uh, Silverstein. and then a, a light, a light in the attic. Light in the attic. Yeah. Light in the attic. It's like the, the one with like yeah. the girl who wouldn't take out the trash, and there was like a big pile of trash. Uh, right. Remember, yeah. he also wrote that song like, uh, oh, like something about like rolling joints, like in fa as fast as she could smoke them. I'm gonna roll them. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think he wrote cover of the Rolling that Stone. That too. That's the other one. Like oh, cover yeah. of the Rolling Stone. Yeah, right yeah. there. The cover oh, of Rolling okay. Stone uh, by a rock band, Doctor Hook. And then he also penned tunes for Loretta Lynn, One's on the Way, Bobby Bear, The Mermaid, Johnny Cash, and Southern rock band Dr. Hook, the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah. I think that's when you pickle me, tickle me too. Went for a ride <laughs> on the flying, flying shoe. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I think the joint Hooray, one is a poem. Hooray, what fun is time we like... flew, so tickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. <laughs> that's pretty good. Boom. That is good. Pickle was captain and pickle was crew. Tickle served something in mulligan stew. <laughs> I can't remember. It was so long ago, but... I think I had a. I think uh, I we had to pick a poem back in school, like and I, I picked that. I picked that. Yeah, and yeah. I had to recite it at You've one got point. That's long term awesome. memory, dude. That's, why I it's, remember. that's great. But I mean, yeah, this was shit. Twenty. Some years of his ago. poems are really dark, like and yeah, like, they were. You wouldn't think that they'd be like for. And he he wrote started out. Uh, he actually started out right good. as a cartoonist for Playboy magazine mm -hmm. in the fifties, and then uh, you know he yeah, got his little sketches were great too. Yeah, killer stuff, right? Yeah. All right. So let's move on to uh, sports real quick. Sports minute. Sharks uh, beaten the Avalanche in Game 7. So for us local here in California, uh, go Sharks. Uh, they advanced 
beating the Avalanche 3-2 in Game 7 of their NHL Western Conference. Um, so pretty cool stuff. Uh, they're going to get the uh, home, home ice advantage as they take on the St. Louis Blues Western Conference Final. Um, all right, check this out, guys. Uh, uh, did you see anything about that for um, the, the horse, the Kentucky yeah. Derby? Yeah. So this, this horse is named Maximum Security, and they're going to file, file a lawsuit after their appeal of the horse's disqualification after across the finish line in Saturday's Kentucky Derby was denied by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission just hours after it was filed. Here's the deal. The stewards ruled that maximum security interfered with the path of another horse by the name of Country House and two other horses exiting the final run. He, like, kind of crashed into him or whatever. Runner-up Country Horse was declared the winner as a result. Maximum Security was the first Derby winner disqualified for interference in the Storied's race 145-year history. Oh, wow. First I mean, time. that's never happened before. Never happened before. You would think it would happen years. all the time. I know, right? As I mean, crazy as yeah, those horses. To, that's, I don't know how right? that would Wild work. animals. You see, you see sometimes the bad start, and they started over a few times, you know? Mm-hmm. But maybe it was just but, so bad well, and obvious. I mean, the jockey, like, like, I mean, you can't, outright disqualification. I would say, the like. doing it, you know, it's the jockey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, all right, so so much money on the line there, huh? Yeah. For those those poor little yeah. jockeys, they like starve themselves. It's a horrible situation. And the horses too. They have <laughs> when they break a leg, they got to shoot. Oh, it. I know. It's Beautiful horse, you know, with mm-hmm. a great heritage, and they just got to take it out back and blow its head and off. And there's ribs tomorrow. <laughs> Ew, like really big ones. Horse ribs. <laughs> big old horse ribs. Oh, chewy. oh god. Horse ribs. Lots of horse ribs and glue oh. for everyone. Horse ribs sponsored by Elmers. <laughs> There's like, why is there a cow on Elmer's though? Do they just use? I don't know. That's a good point. Maybe they use cow hooves too. Just their mascot. Maybe they use cow hooves. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's not go down that dark path. Uh, last gross. thing for sports: uh, President Trump uh, awarded Tiger Woods the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That's garbage. On May sixth for Tiger Woods. I think honestly that he only did this because he's a golfing guy. He likes golf, and, and he he's wanted also to do it. Right, a philanderer. He wow. like fucks. Right, up. he cheated on his wife. He's a piece of shit, and so is Trump. And he's like, "Yeah, we're yeah, cool. hey, and we're black, golfing buddies. And this makes yeah, you look good. yeah, yeah, right, know. exactly." I think it was a total PR stunt. It's garbage. So, yeah, pretty stupid. <laughs> Unfortunate for Tiger Woods, though. I mean, he is like, you know, <laughs> he looks at least, really happy about and it, and he's trying to redeem himself and and make a comeback. So you know, we can't knock him too much for that. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, movie, TV, and entertainment news. The the big story this week was the fucking coffee cup in Game of Thrones. If you see here on this photo, which is a screenshot from the episode, someone left a Starbucks coffee cup right there well, on the table. They said it, it's not a Starbucks cup. It's from a local a local cafe in wherever right Iceland or wherever they were. Okay, okay. same difference. Yeah, same same. Did anyone deal. see that when it happened? I didn't notice. No, it. and I tried to watch it the next day, and it was already edited out of the. Um, episode really on demand when i came home yeah. at like two or three in the afternoon we were watching i was showing aaron and we were watching it and it was it wasn't there i was trying oh. to point it out and i'm like wait what happened did they already fix it and they sure did uh so mm-hmm. kind of crazy apparently it was a tea so she it was herbal tea it wasn't coffee daenerys and it was daenerys's uh, we were kind of arguing i don't know she john's argued, or daenerys's. She, she argued that it wasn't that she doesn't drink that tea i saw something i think they were today. making like a joke like oh it wasn't supposed to be a latte it was supposed to be a tea like they're acknowledging oh okay well i don't know, you know i took that mean? as like that was hers hey starbucks does have that dragon fruit shit that's dragon a, it's a weird drink it's fruit. a dragon drink that's, have you had that a starbucks? no i they said it was a dragon it's fruit passion drink. tea refresher something with coconut milk Oh wow, mm. that actually sounds kind of good. It's pretty good. It's 
but they've, you know, yeah, it's hot pink. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right, well, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, <laughs> real Daenerys quick. Daenerys listens to Dragon Force, too. <laughs> All things dragon. Imagine uh, dragon. She loves those. Yeah, imagine dragons. Yeah, she dragon imagine force. dragons. Yeah. She doesn't have to imagine them. They're there. They're there. <laughs> so this is we're watching here the Game of Thrones live concert experience. This is from last year. Apparently they're going to have a bigger and better stage show this year with like these big towers that have like wow. flames shooting up out of them, and it's a huge orchestra with big screens that show scenes from the movie. What do you guys think? As as you're watching this, would you? Want to see something like this, or is this kind of like whatever? If you bring Dragon Force out and throw a dragon and <laughs> come down, swoop down, I'm, I'm sold. Okay. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, that looks but... like fun. I mean, <laughs> sure, yeah, there's, fun. there's a time for, a, you know, a band wearing jeans and T-shirts in a small club, and then there's a time for a spectacle like this. Yeah. Know? And I think, it, you know, it's for fans of the show that, you know, it, uh, they've done stuff like this for Star Wars before where... They play the movie and they have like a live orchestra doing the score as it's happening, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So, some of those iconic songs and stuff. So, that's coming around. It's starting. Tickets go on sale Monday, May thirteenth. Uh, so check that out. They've had showings at the Hollywood Bowl of like the classic Warner Brothers mo- uh, cartoons. Oh, huh. With a with live symphony, orchestra. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, because you've got all the Wagner, all the all those. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. serious stuff. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key! Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack! 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate... The brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-force consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. And James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. All right, well, more cool. movie, TV, entertainment news. Uh, do you guys remember this song? Totally. Absolutely, this song haunted my childhood. Aaron, dreams. do you remember this one? It's weird. Uh, what's this called? Um, Siamese cat song. There will be some for we you, and there will we be are some Siamese for me. If you please. What's the um, ding, ding, ding. Lady in the Tramp, right? We yeah. You remember this one? If you don't, yeah. please. 
And so this was like kind of it's creepy. After it came out, it was like kind of viewed as pretty racist. Well, it is I towards mean, Asian culture. Look at their eyes. Look at their, their teeth and the we're eyes and their Siamese twins. What's huh? creepy is that you said like Peggy Lee d- did this song. She's the girl, little girl who sings "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> she did that song when she was yeah, thirteen. Yeah, wow. She recorded that when she was thirteen. No shit. So what's the yeah. issue here? So people are saying so they're redoing this movie, Lady and the Tramp. It's coming out on Disney Plus, yeah. their streaming service. They're leaving this out. They're le- no, they're leaving it in, and oh. so people but are reinventing it somehow. right? Yeah, d- what did you hear? I don't know that they're. That's all that they've said. I think they should be a, um, the cats. Should, those two Siamese cats. They should attach them. <laughs> so they're conjoined Siamese It's a twins. reinvented yeah, version of the Siamese cat song yeah. originally yeah, recorded legs. by Peggy Lee and now is widely considered to be a racist depiction of Asian culture. Uh, so it's, it's supposed to launch mid-November with Lady to Land soon after. So. Disney, old Disney is really Do you think that's kind of tone deaf or do you think it's just like staying true to the original movie? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a fine line. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If they were French bulldogs, would anyone complain? If, right, if yeah. Yeah, yeah like we're smoking. Yeah, like, that's right. True. That's definitely true. They but were like mimes or something. <laughs> Little black and yeah. white striped shirts. No, you got a good I mean, not that I'm a fan of racism towards anybody. No, 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 but you have a valid point. I think we kind of pick and choose, you know, which ones are more well, offensive than others. And, like, there's cultural references, and then there's references to actual, like, a uh, you know, um, heritage or something. So it's going to be different. Right, yep. So I mean, my my children are one quarter Asian, and their mother is half Asian, and we've seen that movie, and I've never heard anybody in her family right like be like, like, like oh my god, god. I'm so clutching their pearls. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what about like Breakfast at Tiffany's? Remember the thing? Oh, okay, that's <laughs> that's thing that's with, over uh, the top. That's, that's bad. Far yeah. too on the nose. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't the know. thing with Apu? maybe I should just stop talking. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna go Some into Simpsons. a dark room and paint my the tongue Simpsons. black. What about him? Apu, remember that situation? <laughs> oh, that's that, right. That whole well, they thing had with to that. take him off the show. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. At what point does it become unacceptable to? That's that's to the just deal, portray right? Just, another culture. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a uh, tough call. Well, uh, we'll leave it up to you guys. You figure it out. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't know. So, okay, more movie t- TV entertainment news. Have you guys... Um, you remember the the movie The Watchmen that came out a while ago? Yeah, I never watched it. Um, I, I, I actually kind of... Li- I guess I'm in the minority, apparently. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a dark, kind of cool comic, different than a lot of typical comic book type stuff. Mm. And uh, this is I going to be... I wasn't one of the Watchmen on this. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't one of the men watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a new series on HBO, so they're going to do a whole mm. series and kind of give it some... Uh, was that? Who was that there? Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah, mm. the dude from Miami Vice. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's his name? Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. But, yeah, that's having him. a senior moment. People are yelling it at, at their speakers right now. They're yelling it to us. Dumb heads. I don't know who that dumb, is. Dumb, dumb heads. The, the white dude from Miami Vice. <laughs> I, forget, I forget his fucking name. But anyway, he's in the new Watchmen series on okay. HBO, so there you go. Um, also, guys, have you seen the new trailer for Stephen King's It mm-hmm. number two? No. Holy shit, guys. You got to watch I've this. I've still never watched the first one. You haven't? It scares the shit out of me. Like, I watch oh. ten minutes and then I turn it off. All right, well, I think you'll... comes to that part where he's, like, smearing blood on her face. Okay, so here's the new movie. Of course, it, too, takes place after the events, as the kids are adults now. And they come back to Derry, Indiana. 
Right. And uh, we're watching the trailer now, and she, uh, we're watching the lead female character. She picks up a postcard from underneath this old lady's house she's visiting. It used to be her house. Now Look, old lady lives there. There he was. <gasps> and then so this old lady's kind of, you know, uh, helping her out here, but things start to get a little weird. Yeah. Watch, it's gonna be blood or something in that cup. You know what they say. Uh-uh. That's the guy, and like, it's gonna come out of her eyes or something. <laughs> Is that the latest yeah. in the Farrelly Brothers movies? Uh, Grandma from Happy Gilmore? Yeah. No, no, not Grandma from Happy <laughs> Gilmore, but uh, about the tan lady from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Mrs. Nookie Burger. Oh, that's, that's not her. It's not her. It's not her. That's a good call, though. Nuka born. Nuka born. I bathed them and I cut them myself. What was that movie I'm thinking of? Something about Mary. something about oh, Mary. Yeah. Oh no. Is that Pennywise? Yeah, she said my father was in the circus. And that's Pennywise. Oh my god, what was that? That's the old lady back there. She was like naked. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a nightmare. (laughs) Look at Bill Hader's in this though. Oh, that's so scary. So we're seeing all the kids as adults now. He's awesome, too. Forget that actor's name. I'm trying to remember how the first one ended. I thought he was dead. <laughs> didn't he die? <sighs> That's scary. Mm-mm. No, he didn't. He dies in this one. Oh, you Doesn't ruined it. Well, well you just. <laughs> I mean, if anybody, the movie's been out for oh, fucking forty years or some shit. Chapter yeah. Two? Well, no, the the original Stephen King oh. book has uh-huh. been out well, forever. No, but you said the nineties movies. One? Yeah, we, have the, a, we might have a the millennial. New one no, the nineties movies. Yeah, he okay. dies at the end of the Base. second one. It's a two disc, uh, uh, two VHS oh, movie, and he dies at the end of the second one. Um, yeah, but I mean, but in sure. this, he's back. He died. It's the, no. Well, no, it's no. Mm-hmm. In the first half of the movie of oh. it, he doesn't die. They think he's dead. They think he's, they assume, Mm. right? And then now they're adults. They come back Mm -hmm. because something happens. I think one of them dies in a mysterious way, or I think he actually commits suicide. And they go back because one of their, you know, close friends of the group committed suicide. They go back and they all meet up and then weird shit starts happening again. And they realize that Pennywise Mm. is still out there. And then so they all had that pact that we agreed that we would all fight him until he's dead. And so now we're all adults and we got to fight him until he's dead. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. And, it, and you know, yeah, that the original was hella long, huh? It was, it was all- yeah, two VHSs. I think it was four hours, four or five hours for the original feature. 
Uh, but yeah, sorry if it was a spoiler. But oh, I just, <laughs> is this, this so? This is a new movie. It's a remake, though. It's a yeah. I thought it was going to end with him. Like, I see. But what it's, you're it's, it's a remake. It's balloon animals, of the original. Man. Yeah, gotcha. that's been around since the nineties. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, now you can spoil things after a few days. I think you, you <laughs> right. Can't wait. Years. Do you no... remember the '90s one with Tim Curry? Well, I'm so, I never watched. It. Oh, you never watched. I watched it. like the first five minutes of it. Right. <laughs> Fuck. At least man. That's like five clown for me. It's like nope, nope, <laughs> can't do it. Like the clothes on the clothesline. I was just too. My creepy. wife hates clowns too. Yeah, it's one of those things. Somehow they had this little clown stuffed animal that I'd always like stick around the corner. And just... <laughs> She'd be like, wow, get that dude. thing out of here. Kevin lived near that guy, John Wayne Gacy. And, you know, John Wayne Gacy, yeah, the serial yeah, yeah. killer. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's near Indiana. He lived in Illinois. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I knew a guy who grew up on his street during those. I mean, that's. Oh, wow. Think really? about that. And that I don't that's know. Crazy. The time that came out. It's really scary. That guy was like a terrifying. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to some world news as we finish up the episode yeah, tonight. Uh, th- yeah, we all know about the Prince uh, baby Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. I was reading that Rottweiler because birds but the, yeah, puppies. This is the real news out of England. <laughs> Forget the Forget the, the royal Duchess. baby. Forget that. About that. The Rottweiler gave puppies. birth to 16 puppies and set a world record. Uh, she delivered six puppies at first by initial scan. They they scanned the, the thing, you know, they were going to have six, six puppies. An average but batch. then... She delivered 10 more puppies. Mm-hmm. As if the couple didn't have enough already on their plate, just a month after the puppies were born, Laura gave birth to their fifth child in the family that had oh these. Oh, my God. It's like, Jesus Five Christ. Five kids, 17 dogs, and two oh goldfish. Oh, my shit. That's <clears throat> crazy. Wow. All right. <laughs> I saw this, man. So check out this headline. Denver will become the first city in the U.S. to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms. Hey, I was watching... Um, sorry to cut you off. I was no. watching... Um, Kimmel the other night and Dr. Oz was on there talking to him. Right. And Dr. Oz basically was talking about the benefits and things that are good about mushrooms. Oh, good. I thought you were going to uh, say he was trying to talk shit about it. No, he t- at he, least and he said he would, him and Jimmy want to do mushrooms together in a controlled environment. <laughs> wow. Dude, that would be awesome. Would, yeah, Dr. I'd, I'd like Oz. They that. need to film that. <laughs> yeah, he Dr. was saying it's, it's, you know, it's helped people quit cigarettes. It's helped. Um, a lot of things. Depression, and depression. Other um, yeah. Anyways, get, go back. To but yeah, no. It's um, they they. Uh, it was a narrow pass uh, for the vote. Uh, apparently, fifty point six percent of the vote. So, and they still have some more vote votes to cancel. But uh, the, the FDA granted psilocybin as breakthrough therapy designation for its potential help to help with tr- treatment resistant depression, a status that speeds up the development and re- excuse me and review process for a medicine containing the substance. So. So it, it's pushing it in the right direction. This initiative, it, de- it definitely does not decriminalize it in, in a total sense because psychedelic mushrooms would still be remain illegal to buy, possess, or sell with the latter crime a felony that carries a potential punishment of up to a year in prison and a fine. So I think they're kind of classifying it as maybe something like a morphine, something like that, that it's it may be decriminalized and legal for use in controlled situations, but it would still be illegal for you to possess it in yeah. a personal space. You don't want a bunch of kids on the street hallucinating right? Run, running into the street and getting hit by cars <laughs> and shit. Right? Oh, God. There's a I mean, theory about mushrooms that, like, early uh, human, like, like you know, evolution-wise, right? that mushrooms were 
what opened people's minds and to become self-aware and then that like helped right. them evolve in different ways and create things like you know i totally agree organized sort of societies yeah stuff. because you think of some crazy shit when you're on there and a lot of it's like yeah. really like a mind-blowing kind of revelation sometimes yeah. you have revelations where you're like almost that's religious why, experience yeah mm-hmm. that's why this is that way or whatever you know yeah and it you figure hits it all you. out yeah. and yeah and it hits you in these moments yeah, where yeah. you'll you'll change you know it changes you forever sometimes mm-hmm. you'll you'll always think about that from that point on you know and you'll never forget it and it's kind of one of those things you know it's like when a young man like an indian native american culture where he would go out and like find himself he would go into the forest for like three or four days and do this kind of trip you know where he would find himself he would figure out what is important to him he would survive and you know it's just like kind of a rite of passage and i think for a lot of people in in regular humdrum society and bullshit technology stuff that we're so absorbed with that no one has access to this anymore and stuff well yeah and it's it's kind of a forgotten kind of way of go back to nature and find yourself yeah and i think that a lot of people need to do that in life and reset so i think that's cool and it's good for that i need to shroom out one last time (laughs) i think we all do some shrooms in my freezer from like six years ago you can have yeah Yeah. let me get them they're i can't eat them they've got peanut butter they're like peanut butter chocolate ones oh good hey that's even better that's the best way to gain potency each year being frozen (laughs) yeah maybe i had some that were frozen in a um it was like an ice tray and i had them all melted chocolate with ground up mushrooms and i poured them all in an ice tray and i left them in the freezer and i would pop one little freezer cube every once in a while (laughs) man That was great. You know, it's just like a mild, you know, fun. Like you're just laughing and microdosing. Yeah. Not not a life changer. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, though, you'd still have those moments like no matter what, if you're doing something in life or something's happening, (laughs) it's just that much more intense. Oh, look, the walls are breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not so much that. Yar. You hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process filters, and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Uh, Alright, so Conspiracy Corner. Uh, let's move on to this as San Francisco could be set to bar police from using facial recognition technology. They may become the first city in the U.S. to actually prevent police from using facial recognition technology. A vote is set for next week for the Board of Supervisors after the, quote, stop-secret surveillance measure passed a committee vote on Monday. 
So here's the deal. Other types of surveillance technology, such as automatic license plate readers, cell phone surveillance towers, and predictive policing software only be adopted by city agencies after a public notice and vote by the Board of Supervisors and that there be clear policies on how the technologies will be used by the city governments. Predictive policing, like... So like thought crime, like are yeah. we going to start? Remember that movie Minority Report? <laughs> like, Thinking of that with uh, uh, fucking Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise where yeah. he could predict the crime the happening. Da Vinci Code wasn't that similar? No, not not pre no not pre Nineteen eighty four thought crime, you thought know? crime, everything like that. So I mean, this is Crazy. getting into that realm. We're already there. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. That's that guy's name. It who? just came back to what, me. What guy? Don guy Johnson. <laughs> What guy? What are I'm we a day about? late and a dollar short. Don Johnson was in the in that clip that you showed earlier, right. and he used oh, to be on Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Oh, Don Johnson. His name. Oh, his name. Yeah. Don Johnson. Oh, okay. All right. It's there. Like, I got it. Sounds, it like, out. A, uh, sounds like a porno actor. Yeah. I was like Ooh. Don Johnson. Who the fuck is that? We talking about? Well, you know, like uh, that actor Peter O'Toole. <laughs> he has a double phallic name. All right. Weekly. What the fuck this week? Survey, one in ten Airbnb users have found hidden cameras. We were just talking about this off air that, uh, Carmen, you've done Airbnb a, a number of times, a few right? times, yeah. We have just you ever went. felt that you were, like, being watched or anything? No. I mean, this last one, like I was telling you, we did have some concerns that the people may have been cannibals, just judging by their, <laughs> their profile pictures and their location. But... Um, they were not. We did not get not cannibals. That's good. human heads mounted on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the first sign. Like, oh, we need to get out of here. It was like a cool experience, but no. I mean, I didn't look for a camera, but the room seemed pretty. I mean, I honestly <laughs> never, never looked for one, so I don't know. We've stayed in maybe four or five different Airbnb situations. They've all been pretty comfortable, and usually the people. The ones we've been in, the, the owners aren't there, but this last one, we were in their, like, sort of guest house, and they were on their, in the main property. Right. So. All right. Well, this was a survey of feel more. A creepy. This was a survey <laughs> of more than 2,000 Airbnb customers from this group, Investment Property Exchange Services, and it found that 11% of them said they'd found a hidden camera in their host's home. Mm. And while just over 1 in 10 had found a hidden camera, a majority of 58% said they worry about it. About 25% said they didn't mind cameras in common areas. Airbnb policy bans hidden cameras in private spaces like bedrooms and bathrooms, and hosts must disclose any surveillance devices in their listings. Yeah, I'd say as long as a host discloses it, it should be just in like a common area, like a kitchen. Right. Yeah, living yeah. room, kitchen. And, you know, because that makes obviously sense. Obviously, yeah. not people are going to get intimate in rooms and with clothes. Yeah, but that'd be freaky, bathroom. man, if they really were doing that yeah, and like compiling it or like selling it on the dark web or something, you know? Like, yeah, you know. Airbnb is definitely not airtight. I mean, like, they don't go out to your home and check it out. Right, there's no regulation as far as that goes. They have some kind of, you know, background checks that they do and right. ratings, um, but. All right, more weekly what the fuck this week. New York City thieves are stealing expensive car mirrors now. Uh, these new mirrors on Lexuses, Porsches, Audis that have little cameras, side view mirrors with built-in cameras, temperature control, they're, they're valued between $1,500 and $2,000. What? Wow. There was an epidemic a few years back. My, my truck tailgate got stolen. Oh, yeah. What was that um, all about? And there was a whole epidemic. Like, there was all these... You know, the, the tailgates, a basic-ass tailgate from a truck, just a basic tailgate. They all got cameras in them now and stuff, you know, so. Yeah, that's right. Mine was just, didn't even have anything. It was like 
around six seven hundred dollars but some of these now like these chevys with the step down trailers with oh, the cameras yeah. all built in they'll be like five grand for wow. a um for a tailgate so and it's super easy to pop them off super right easy to get off yeah so yeah so people Anyways. are look out be aware if you got one of those nice new uh rear view side cameras they're stealing them uh all right check this out <laughs> this this video or this uh photo has gone viral it's a purple fancy washing machine cover um, that this person posted. It's a lace waterproof sunscreen machine dust cover, and it's it's on a Chinese platform, AliExpress, and <laughs> and somebody it just started making all these funny comments. People were like, "This washing machine cover looks like it's had many rich husbands, all of whom have died in unexplained accidents." <laughs> like some old, like you know. Mm-hmm. That is a silly thing. I mean, what? Where are you having that? That you would need to put a. Why, thing why are you on? making lingerie for your appliances? <laughs> that's weird. And that's, maybe that's what you're into. Are okay. you not really using it right? that often to where you gotta like cover it up like that? Like I, I use the washing machine pretty much like almost every other day. I don't know, every couple of days. Mm-hmm. It just seems like totally stupid. But you have to lift up the. Thing I can see that in an old lady's house. You maybe have to lift I up guess. her skirt to put your. If clothes it's like in I time. guess, like if it's out where everybody can see it. But if maybe I, uh, I don't know. But. Weird. All right. All right. Last thing for weekly. Weekly. What the fuck this week is? What the heck is cheese tea? That is so gross. You guys <laughs> heard about this? No. It is uh, a tea topped with cheese. The trend first began in Taiwan and China. And the cheese can be put on both hot or iced tea. Uh, it's usually made of cream cheese blended with condensed milk to create a frothy <laughs> topping that tastes either sweet or salty. I want to cheese. Oh, so <laughs> Depending on how it's prepared. Like just barfy. Oh my Menus God. typically pair this stuff with green, earl grey, black, or matcha teas. Recently, the topping has started making its way to the U.S. Would you guys try it? Look at this. Well, if you're saying it, it's what? What is it again? Cream cheese? Mm-hmm. Cream cheese blended with condensed milk. So okay. it's almost like the condensed milk. I get, I get it. Tea. With tea? Sure. Hey, don't they already do that I'd kind of it. shit where it's the shaved ice with condensed milk? Like it's um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, all, there's like the boba tea and stuff where they have all, they make all the... And they, it's all with condensed milk, like milk, right? Tea. To make I it sweeter. I thought you were talking about like a savory cheese, like... You know, provolone like nacho, or something. Like, a little crumble, nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Yeah, a little drink. blue cheese on the little. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Dip your chips a little in the <laughs> Condensed milk and cream cheese, but it looks yellow. There's yellow cheese on, on that picture. Uh, could be. I don't know about that. I think that's I zest. I think that's some kind of <laughs> zest, lemon zest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll just figure it out. You got to try it for yourself. Get a cheese top. tea and uh, tell us how it is. <laughs> All right, that's it for us this week on the podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com